What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Queer Bait Podcast, where two queer chicks talk queer shit. I'm your host, Ainsley, and with me, as always, my partner in crime, Maureen. Hello. What are we talking about? New Queers Resolutions. Say it again. New Queers Resolutions. There we go. So, as you know, New Year's was yesterday. Yesterday was the first, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. God, who knows? So... I don't know if they do this in other countries, like... I assume everybody does. Who celebrates New Year's. Because, like, like not all countries celebrate our New Year's. Really? Well, there's Chinese New Year. Oh, okay. You know. (laughs) All right. But okay, so... Whichever countries. (laughs) I honestly forgot that anybody celebrated New Year's outside of America, which is just so self-involved. Until, like, somebody on Facebook from... Europe posted about it. I was like, what? (laughs) That's funny. Well, that's kind of like the American state of mind. Like, Like America only does these. America created the calendar. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So the countries that celebrate it um, know that it is a time to basically reinvent yourself. I don't know why we wait an entire year to try and fix things that we don't particularly like about ourselves or our lives or the people around us, but for some reason we do, and when that clock hits midnight, I think we just reinvent ourselves for the first week. Yeah, New Year's resolutions never really last very long, unfortunately. But there are some people, like, I always like to go on BuzzFeed and read, like, the people whose, like, New Year's resolutions stuck and they lost, like, 80 pounds. Oh, really? Just like, yeah, there's some of those. So, like, for some people it does, but I would say the average person it doesn't. I've never heard of anybody I know. We don't like change. We know that we should do it because that's what New Year's is all about for Mm -hmm. us. Is like, oh, like we should try and reinvent ourselves in some way or fix something. Mm -hmm. So we know change should be a thing. But then we start (laughs) to do it and we go, meh. Well, I think it's really invigorating when all of America is doing it with you. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm making a weight loss goal and so are 50% of the nation's peoples, but... Yeah, I literally hate going to the gym the f- in January because it's so crowded. Mm-hmm. And then February rolls around and everybody's gone. I hate going to the gym any month of the year. <laughs> well, but. yeah, but it is very, very crowded. I know, even my usual hiking trail yesterday was crowded. Mm-hmm. I was like, um, let's not pretend that any of you have gone on this before. <laughs> But, like, isn't that the problem with us is that, like, we get slightly inconvenienced and so therefore we want people to fail? Like, you on your hike and you're uh, like, hey, this is my trail. I come here to enjoy the scenery, not you and your music. You know, get out of here. Dilemma. I'm territorial. If people yeah, had are. dogs, I wouldn't mind. Sure. But none of the people there had dogs, so what was the point in it for me? Yeah, if the people at the gym brought dogs... <laughs> I'd be all for it. Add dogs to every New Year's resolution. But it really just only slightly inconveniences us. Like, oh. I just have to smile at another person. I can't use that machine right now. I'll have to come back in ten minutes. Oh, yeah. Like, it's very easy to work around, but yet we have, like, this um, form of self-entitlement because we're like, well, we were here before the first. That is so accurate. So it's ours and, and all like you people it's like yeah. i'm actually dedicated to this trail and you're not so yeah. if you could just leave that'd be great 
Yeah, I don't know. It's terrible. But anyways, since <laughs> we're some form of queer, instead of New Year's resolutions, we're doing New Queer's resolutions. What does that mean? They're the exact same thing. Yep. Exactly the same things. Resolutions might not even have a hint of gay in it, <laughs> but still going to call them Queer's resolutions. Yeah, I mean, well, do you think, I don't think, oh my god, I cannot speak, the straight realms new year's resolutions i would think are very similar to the queer realm of resolutions it's usually weight loss or you want to juice more or be cleaner yeah just like i want to do a face mask once a week like Mm -hmm. i think they're very similar yes do straight men have new year's resolutions i've never met one that did I never really meet, like, they're, if I do, they're always just like, oh, yeah, instead of benching 225, I want to bench 255 this year. But, like, I was like, you had that goal before, though. I like your straight man voice. Yeah. Well, I was doing, like, a gym bro. Not, like, all straight oh. men talk oh, like that. Oh, that's accurate. But, okay. But, like, those are the only men, like, straight men that I've met that have done, like, New Year's resolutions. Because I don't think, I don't know. It might sound bad, but I don't really think, like, straight men really look at themselves. As needing to change. Yeah, and, like, not in a mean way. Like, they are who they are and they're comfortable with it, so that's great. Happy for them. But I think women most definitely are a little bit more self-aware and want to fix things about them. And I don't know if that's, like, society, like... Telling you you have to fix more things or you're just more like, oh, I could use room for improvement. Because there's definitely been, like, straight men stories that I've heard of, like, oh, I lost 80 pounds for my New Year's resolution. Like, oh, I stopped um eating mcdonald's you know (gasps) so like they definitely do them but Uh i but i don't know i can't really think of one that's like not like fitness Hmm. related never met one Hmm. i don't know i'll assume they're out there i don't know i know one kid who was like my new year's resolution is to do a backflip and i was like but that's not a new year's resolution (laughs) because you wanted to do for the past six months so i don't understand I don't think they get what New Year's resolutions are. <laughs> I don't think they get it. I don't think so either. <laughs> but I think um, women, straight or queer, and I think queer men usually have New Year's resolutions. And I think they're always just like, oh, I want more self-love this year. I want to um, cut down on my drinking. Uh, you know, These I actually think- do sound like things. Because I was going to say, like, no, I've never heard. But you know what? Those actually, I think, are things that I've heard from gay men. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think they have I like it. it. But anyways, like we usually do, we're going to talk about queer women, queers resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Maureen, you love New Year's resolutions. I love New Year's resolutions. I don't really stick to them. And I don't honestly think that's the point. I don't think so either. I, for me, my point isn't to actually lose 20 pounds this year. It's just to say I'm going to lose 20 pounds for a week and celebrate that and then get over it because <laughs> I find that I love my body and I yeah. love in and out So mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like, but I just like enjoy, I look at them from an angle of what would I change about myself if the conditions were ideal and in mm-hmm. and out didn't exist and all these wonderful True. things that I love. Well, that's what I kind of love about your approach to New Year's resolutions is that they're not like, oh, I want to change who I am in any way. You're like, hey, like this is something that I should probably do. I know I don't eat the healthiest, so maybe I should try eating healthy. Uh But, you know, a week from now, two weeks from now, whenever it happens, you go, hey, like I enjoy 
eating a certain way. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have any bad health repercussions from it yet. I love my body. Maybe I'm going to eat in and out every once in a while. So I think your New Year's resolutions always change. They start uh-huh. like, I'm not going to eat fast food. Um, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to go for a hike every day to, hey, maybe I should just be a little bit more healthier. I definitely think that is the And case. then you carry that through the year you're definitely like oh i'm more health conscious this year Uh instead of sticking to like specific new year's resolutions which is what i think it should be i also feel like for me new year's resolutions are just like a point of conversation yeah i just like hearing my friends new year's resolutions because i want to hear what they don't like about themselves that sounds like Mm. a really weird way to put it and i don't want to say don't like because it's not that you are necessarily changing that you don't like like, what you don't like about yourself, but more of just enhancing the good, I like to think of it as. Mm-hmm. But so I just, I don't know, I like it as a point of conversation. So I'll ask, like, coworkers, like, oh, what's your New Year's resolution? Just because I'm curious. Like, last year, I think my New Year's resolution was to floss more. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And you did that for, like, three months, and then you didn't floss again for the rest of the year. Shut up. <laughs> I just went back to my normal flossing routine, which was not as good as it could. Maybe monthly. Bi-monthly. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Once> Quarterly. <laughs> Real talk. But it's just, like, I don't know. Like, I like New Year's resolutions because I just like to talk about them with people. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to hear what people want to change about themselves. Three days ago, one of my coworkers was snapping at me about cursing, so one of my New Year's resolutions became, okay, maybe I should stop cursing so much. Yeah. You know. I like that. I don't know. All right. I kind of have the opposite effect, (laughs) as I always do. I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions, because I kind of think, like, if there's something um, that needs to be changed or fixed or tweaked or however you want to put it, you shouldn't wait um, to the end of the year to do it. But I kind of get it you say that but like we will also if you and i both resolve ourselves to do something we'll be like oh monday let's let's start that monday that's what you do i never put a time limit on anything totally you are such a liar you always force me you're like okay so monday we'll do this and i'm like all right nah Uh uh-huh i want to say that she lies no i'm saying you lie (laughs) so (laughs) <laughs> on you okay i don't think i do that i'm just like yeah okay okay you just tell me what to do and i do it okay sure <laughs> <laughs> anyways <laughs> i like how you like uh try and like equate waiting six months to new year's resolutions to three more days. to waiting a sunday night like <laughs> <Shut>. <laughs> yeah 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 anyways but i don't know i i, I guess i get it Because, like you said, like, countries do it. Like, thousands, if not millions of people (laughs) do it. Mm -hmm. So, I think it does kind of give you a little inspiration. And I think it kind of, because you do, like you said, your coworkers and your friends and your family ask you, like, oh, what's your New Year's resolution? So, there's kind of, like, an accountability to it. Yeah, and I think it, like, forces a lot of December introspection, you know? Like, I think everybody in, like, mid to late December is like, oh, what do I need Mm -hmm. to change about myself? And to some extent, I think that's a healthy mentality of like, okay, everybody, look at yourself. What do you need to change, if anything? I think it also comes from like the holidays. Like everybody says like, oh, you get like, you gain a bunch of weight during the holidays and you're around (laughs) your family. And like, let's be honest, when you're an adult and you're around your family, you start to lose yourself (laughs) a little bit. So I think that kind of plays into it. So 
don't know. I like it. And like, new year, new me, 2019, hashtag, or however the kids do it nowadays. Like, <laughs> I get it. Makes mm-hmm. sense. All right. Tell me some of your new queers resolutions. Okay. So, as I mentioned before, my biggest new queers resolution is to... <sighs> Is to really stop cursing, but I don't mm-hmm. think that's realistic for me, especially because you say that chicks, every other. Well, I was gonna say, <laughs> two queer chicks talk queer shit is in yeah. our title, our tagline. So it's more of like a cut back, and yeah. then don't use it at work. I curse a lot at work. Yeah, I get flack for it. Well, everybody curses at work. I want to say, mm-hmm. but I have gotten flack for it because I think I curse more than the average mm-hmm. person. It's not like I'm dropping F-bombs in front of customers. No. I just drop other bombs in front of customers. No. You don't cuss in front of customers. I cuss with customers. Well, they find it funny. I I mean, I definitely gauge the person. I'm like, you know, I I pick my words very carefully. Mm. Anyways, and it's never gone awry. Like, I've never had a scenario when somebody has really either complained about me because I'm so darn friendly or sat me down and been like, Maureen, you need to stop. It's never gone to that point. So, like. It's not the biggest issue in my life, but I could definitely tone it down. Mm -hmm. And, like, I definitely agree with that for myself. Like, I don't cuss at work Uh at all. I never have. Mm -hmm. Unless it's, like, in the back room with, like, one other co-worker. Like, I try very hard not to cuss in front of co-workers. Mm -hmm. But at home or in the car, holy guacamole, I got a mouth on me. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's bad. I think it, like, like, it... It just builds up from an entire day of working, and I just need to release it, so it just comes out. And working retail? Nobody can hold that against you. No. And I, you know, it's hard. Like, I don't curse in the children's area. Yeah. You know, like, I I curse at morning meetings, though. I curse during the day. You know, I just, and I curse when I come home. And it's just, it's a little unnecessary. It's a little excessive. So I want to realistically... I want to cut down. Ideally, I'd like to just cut it out altogether. Yeah, that's definitely one of mine as well. Like, and it helps that you're doing it because, like, yeah. we keep each other accountable and stuff. But, yeah, I don't think it, – it, I think for me the whole cussing thing is just very hypocritical because I am one of those people that believe that language can do damage. I know there's tons of people out there who are like, listen, language is just language. It doesn't hurt people in any way. It's not physical. Uh You know, you can't even really say, like, you should just take it at face value. Like, you can't even be, like, emotionally hurt over language. But then I'm, like, someone who's, like, gets offended if you use the wrong pronouns for somebody. Like, yeah. Or gets offended if you call me a dyke instead of what I prefer. You know, yeah. like, even if it's in jest. So, like, it's very hypocritical of me to be like, hey, like, you need to use the proper, like, queer language and racial language and religious language, but then I cuss. Like, I kind of get When that. a big majority of people that I'm around are very anti-swear words. Mm-hmm. So I think it's very hypocritical of me to, like, tell your family mm-hmm. to be like, hey, can you not call me a lesbian? Can you call me queer? But then use the F word when they don't like the F word. And I think that's, like, a lot of it. I think language really does affect the people around you. Because mm-hmm. my siblings and I curse yeah. a lot. Yeah. We all curse. And my parents are... Do not. Well, they used to not. My father is very strict on the cursing. Mm-hmm. His weird, but, like, his mother died. And for whatever reason, that really prompted him to quit cursing years ago. Mm-hmm. 
I think she just wasn't a big cursor and she didn't like it. Catholic, you know. And (laughs) so he quit cursing like when I was younger. He quit cursing when I was a teenager and he gave us major stuff about you couldn't even say crap in that house, you know. Mm -hmm. And then just as my siblings and I got older, it was just more accepted. And now my mother, who was not a person who cursed usually whatsoever, she curses a lot now. And so I see how it has kind of affected everybody, even though it's only my language She'll start to throw it back now. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, when we play, like, board games and stuff together. and Yeah, we'll play Rummy Cube and she's cursing up a storm. Yeah. So I think, and I think it's also because you're cursing up a storm right next to her. So yeah, I agree so with that. But, like, I do think it influences. And, I mean, I'm not responsible for her actions. No. But. You influence I them. don't like the idea that I influence my mother to curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That poor woman. So, I don't know. I, I like the, the. Maybe instead of, like, no cursing or cursing, let's just be more conscious of your cursing. Like, use it when it's necessary. Yeah. And I think, like, So that it has a bigger impact. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind it so much if all I said was shit. But I say every other word in the book Mm -hmm. and it's just, you know. So anyways, yeah, that's my new, that's my big new queers resolution. That's dope. It ain't queer, but it's, it's new. Yeah. What else? Okay. Oh, am I going to keep going? I mean, I don't really have that many. That's like, true. I have, like, two, and I just said one of them. Okay, my other one is to read a good book. Well, okay, so I guess this is kind of like a double resolution. So I read a lot of crud in this world. I just read a lot of trashy romance, and I read... I don't know. I, I don't like calling any form of, like, writing good or bad, because I think that, like, you have to look at it for what it's for. That's true. So, like, you reading trashy romance or teen novels it does satisfy its intent yeah so therefore it makes it a good book because it did what it was supposed to do yeah so i don't know maybe use my real um, world like my real word for it is profound but i feel like profound is a little dramatic i'm just really trying to get myself to read something that encourages deeper thought you know i mean that's that's what it really comes down to because i read a lot of teen novels and they might have provoked deeper thought for me when i was a teenager yeah. You know, like, when I didn't understand larger concepts. But they definitely do not now. No. I am struggling to find in teen fantasy <laughs> higher <laughs> concepts that are going to force me to really be introspective. So I'm trying to put down those books. Mm-hmm. Not altogether, but just limit them in lieu of heavier, profound books. Well, I think it's a good balance that you're saying, like, I'm going to read one of these higher concept books a month because then that yes. gives you time to read the other things that you enjoy as well and that's my real goal because i know i can read i know that sometimes i get lazy but i can read a good four books in a month if i really wanted to yeah so realistically if i just say my big goal is one profound book a month that still leaves at least two other spots for other oh, books yeah. if i want to do a series or this or that yeah So, I'm really happy with that, but along with that, I'm trying to, and this one isn't so set in stone, but I'd really like to read more queer Mm. fiction and nonfiction, but primarily fiction because I feel like that's what a lot of people at my workplace are asking for. Yeah. So, I really would like to try for more queer fiction in the year of 2019. I mean, I definitely agree with that. Like, I'm all for that, but it's so hard for me because I'm so hypercritical of things and you know I go to school for these things I learn queer concepts I'm constantly trying to learn about these things so when I read 
a queer nonfiction book, sometimes I get I get mad at them a lot of the time mm-hmm. because I think everybody's queer journey or queer outcome is so different mm-hmm. that writing a book saying this is queer really greatly offends me because we <laughs> don't do that with any other subject. When we talk about race, we don't just like, well, this is for all black people. We don't do that. This is like, mm-hmm. hey, this book is about um, how the prison system uh is very anti-minorities, mm-hmm. you know. But with queer books, it's very much like, oh, here's a book about queer stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think queer nonfiction, and I'm definitely going to go on the search to find something because I know it's out there mm-hmm. um, that I enjoy reading. But queer nonfiction is just so difficult for me because I just kind of hate this idea that we all kind of get um, pushed into one category, mm-hmm. and then it's like, here's your experience, here's what you can gain from it, like, here's how to be queer in the world, and it's like, no. Like, I get that. It's very subjective. Yeah. So, I don't know. Queer nonfiction is really, really hard for me, and then queer fiction is even harder for me, because A, barely exists. And I think that's the big struggle, is that, <laughs> and this is why it's so just, counter what I'm kind of going for this year is that the queer fiction seems to be primarily teen fiction. Yeah. Which I still, you know, I'm excited about that, but I do want something that's a little higher grade and adult and like that I can identify with. Like, what is that series that I, mm, there's a book that I read and it was like an adult queer story. It was like two women in a set in like Spanish revolution kind of thing. The Spanish Pearl or something like that. I have no idea what you're Anyways, about, but it is just, like, so few and far between to find adult yeah. queer fiction, so. I'm an adult. I don't want to read Love, Simon. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, the book isn't called Love, Simon. It's, what, Simon, Simon versus? the homo sapien agenda. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. read it. I don't want to read about teenage love. Grosses me out. <laughs> Not like the queer part grosses me out, obviously, but just, like, like, teenagers being romantic or like kissing grosses me out at this age i don't want to read it i don't find it fun i don't connect with it in any way so queer fiction is almost non-existent and when it does exist it's not for me Mm -hmm. no thank you yeah i know like all that i because the only other queer fiction that i have is lesbian erotica (laughs) yeah which no thank you i mean there's tons of fan fiction out there but i watch the tv series i don't want to go and read um somebody's like sexual fantasy of these characters yeah and not all the time are they sexual but a lot of the time the fan fiction that you read is is very sexualized and that's not what i want to read either i don't want to read a bunch of sex yeah like, that's... I have lesbian erotica for that. <laughs> I think that's what happens in the queer community a lot of the times is that, like, we ache so hard for any form of representation that we just kind of, like, spew it out and we accept it even though it's poor quality. Yeah, I totally get that. Meh. So, Meh. that resolution, we'll see how that goes, that part of the resolution, because I really... And it's a fiction focus. I don't really... I think 2020 will be my year of nonfiction, Thank God, it's about time. I know, I don't read a lot of nonfiction. I have never seen you read a nonfiction book unless it was for school. I'm sure I have at some point. Uh. Nope. <laughs> I think I read a chicken keeping book before. Oh, God, doesn't so count. Suck on that. Whatever. 
So anyways, that one I think will be challenging because I'm really trying to pull the focus away from teen, but I feel like the majority of the queer books are for teens. So I'm going to really go on a hunt for adult queer fiction. And I know it exists. I just have to find it. I feel like it's a little more subtle than the teen is. You know, I feel like teen is really in your face. And I feel like I've read, you know, I go on these lists of queer adult stories and they're kind of like subtly queer Mm -hmm. in smaller ways that don't account for the whole book. Anyways, that's one of my big... All right, so your one of your new queers resolutions is to read better books. <laughs> we'll, we'll say better in quotes. Better books, more queer books. Yes. And one of my new queers resolution is to write queer books. Yeah, for 2019? For 2019. Okay. I'm going to do it because, like I said, I hate most of the queer nonfiction, and I don't think there's any good queer fiction. Or, well... I shouldn't say not any, but not enough. So I'm going to go out of my way and write some. I'm going to write trashy queer romance novels. Love it. Because they're not a thing that exists. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe they are. I don't know. I, I haven't found them if they are. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. And it's not. It's going to be trashy. It's going to be romantic. I'm literally just going to take a Fabio novel and change every him <laughs> oh, yeah, to her that. and every, like, euphemism for penis as a euphemism for vagina. Perfect. And be done. So you're welcome in advance, okay? <laughs> so if one of your new queers resolutions is to read better or more queer stuff guess what okay cool i got you you gonna write it under your name or are you gonna make a cool writer Ooh. writer name what are those called pseudonyms no um pen names pen names yeah why did i say pseudonyms and Ain- i i don't know because i was also thinking that <laughs> ainsley mc mclove i don't know i don't know but i'll get back to you guys next week i'll have a great pen name if i decide to do a pen name but not even just like i want to like write something that is like queer in every genre like i want to write a romance i want to write a science fiction novel that has queer women at the helm why no reason just more queer representation queer horror i would love a queer horror book oh my god i got a great story to tell you let me tell you perfect yeah so i think that's gonna be my goal they're gonna be short stories because like i'm lazy but okay fair enough yeah i'm just gonna rip off a bunch of people but what are you gonna do (laughs) What are you going to do? Check your bookstore shelves. Yeah. 2020. <laughs> yeah, so that's my goal. Do you have any other goals? Um, I don't want to drink soda this year. I'm making a big goal. At all? At year? all. That's my big one. I didn't even know about this. You didn't tell me. I know, because I love soda. Did you just come up with this in the moment? No, I did it yesterday. Okay, fair enough. Did I do it yesterday? You didn't drink any soda yesterday, so you're doing so far so well. No, I didn't. You're doing way better than I am with my cussing. (laughs) Yeah. Me too, though. No soda in 2019. I I don't think I'll do it, but I'm going to keep it as a really high goal, so then it'll go from, okay, no soda this year to, okay, you can have a soda monthly, to, okay, you can have a soda <laughs> weekly. And I think having a soda weekly is a good end game. You know, I think we've said soda weekly, and it hasn't worked out. Yeah, but now it's a new queers resolution. So okay. now I have, like, this whole so community behind me. Yeah. So why don't you, okay, I don't really believe that you're going to read nonfiction books, but did I say that? No, I kept it to myself. I and you, you over here, you're like, oh, you and no soda? Yeah, right. That's why my nonfiction is unrealistic right now. So I know that's why I'm saving it till 2020. Because I'm smart. 
How dare you? <laughs> you offended me deeply. Okay. You're supposed to be on my side. That's I'm the whole so- point of this New Year's resolution community is to keep people accountable and to help them, not bring them down. If I do see you with a soda in your hand, can I slap it out? No, because, like, I don't want to get wet, but you could take it from me. Okay, fair enough. Because I don't have any resolutions about soda drinking. Bam. You're just going to drink soda in front of me? That's so rude. I'm just kidding. If anything, I think one of my resolutions is to drink more alcohol in 2019. Jesus. It's probably not healthy. You already drink a lot. Yeah. I ended 2018 on a strong note. Yeah, you did. On a hefty note. Holy cannolis. I'm fearful of 2019 for you. I'm excited. (laughs) Your body's going to be, like, feeling better with, like, more exercise and eating better, and then you're just going to, like, kill all that progress. Right? With alcohol consumption. I'll be jogging the hiking trails and just vomit over the side. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I think I'm just going to supplement soda with water. Like, I already do a good job of drinking a lot of water. You do drink a lot of water. I drink lots of water. I do very good. I get my, what is it, eight, eight eight-ounce glasses a day for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think I'll drink more water. If you stop drinking. If I stop drinking soda. Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Because I'm like a double fister. Like, I'll be, like, chugging a soda and, like, have water behind it. Yeah. I don't know. I get it. All right. That's why you had, I, th- I no, thought you had, like, 30. I'm trying to think of my other ones. I oh, know. So- she's lying. She has, like, 30. I know, I do have, like, 30, and I can't think of them. I know one of them was just be healthier, like, generally healthier. Yeah. Because I just, I eat a lot of crud food, and it's gotten better. Like, first, mm-hmm. it went in stages. I ate less fast food. Yep. So, like, I ate fast food. I just ate less of what I was going to eat. So, mm-hmm. instead of a burger, fries, jalapeno poppers, and a large soda, I just ate a burger and fries. And then I just ate a burger. And then I just ate healthier fast food. So. Yeah. So my real goal isn't necessarily, it's not about fast food particularly, mm-hmm. but just to eat healthier. Mm. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know. We'll see at the end. I'm really surprised that you didn't say you were going to go vegan this year again. Oh, yeah. Maybe I will. I know. It's a little late. Yesterday was the first. Yeah, but I can still go no. vegan in the year. No. Okay, fair That's enough. not how it happens. That's not how new queers resolutions That's are That's not born. how they work. Dang. Okay. <laughs> so you don't have any more? I'm so disappointed. I thought you were going to have like 80 of these things for me. Okay. Because you literally wrote a list. Hold on, hold and this And you're like, yeah, I'm going to read more. I'm going to read And <laughs> that's it. You're like, I'm not going to cuss and I'm going to read more. Oh, she's going. Man, she's a really slow runner. I don't know what she's talking about <laughs> getting healthy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she's an even slower reader. I don't know how she's going to oh, do this okay, book thing. Shut up. You're so mean. Wait, hold on. Okay. I know. I have lots of... And this year has been kind of different for me. I've really gone with a different approach. Because I feel like usually I try to make very measurable resolutions. Um, You know, like lose 20 pounds, drink X amount of water per day, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And this year it's been a little looser and a little more relaxed. Okay. All right. Less complaining. I complain a lot. Oh, I'm so excited for this one. You quiet down over there. <laughs> See what I mean? I hate her. I hate her. No. Um, I'm really friendly and I'm really nice, but I complain a lot. Yeah. And I think I'm a good person who just hates the world a little bit. Can I say something? Yes. I I don't mind you complaining, but it's the whininess at which you complain 
is the issue for me. Well, thank God my New Year's resolution is not to stop whining. <laughs> I will just, I guess, whine less when I complain. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think I'm so nice not to like pat myself I feel like I try to look really nice so I hold all of my anger in and then I come home and I yell at my friends and my family I don't yell at them in a mean way I just yell about work to everybody around me you know and I yell about everything to everybody so I'm really trying to cut down on that I'm really trying to and it's not that I will not externalize my complaints it's that maybe I will just frame them in a different way in my mind so that is one of my new queers resolutions. Well, I was really excited about this one, and now it seems less good. <laughs> you know what? This is more about me and my personal development. So pipe down. Let me see. Oh, the other one is like snag a career job. Um, I just want... Good luck. I know, right? I enjoy my workplace right now. Meh. And I do enjoy it about 50% of the year, but... I really need more of a career. That one's kind of basic, and it's not very exciting for anybody. What are you going to do? I don't know. Maybe that'll help you with the less complaining one. I'm just saying. I'm going to beat you up right now. <laughs> I'm going to break my cursing. I'll beat you. Um, let me see. Oh, the other one. Okay, this one you might like. So we've talked about it. Uh-huh. YouTube. Yeah. We would eventually like to have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Because our faces are just so beautiful, and the world needs to see it, honestly. It's kind of upsetting. Mm, No. I'm going (laughs) to say that YouTube is, unfortunately, a bigger platform. So to get my message across to a bigger audience, YouTube would help me do that. Uh, Still continue to do the podcast because I love it so much. Mm -hmm. And then use YouTube as, like, supplemental, I would say. Like, podcast is the big general ideas that we have. And then YouTube, um, more, like, specific helping videos to go along with the podcast. I get that. So, yeah, that's, like, my idea, which is Has nothing to do with our looks. (laughs) Um, yeah, my idea is more about my beautiful look. (laughs) Now, I just... I really want to try to commit to something. I mean, like, job search, obviously. That's kind of, like, a really big commitment. Mm-hmm. But YouTube is something that, like, I really want to try and play around with. Yeah. Play around doesn't sound very committed, but... <laughs> but, you know, and it's just, like, it's not something that'll even start in January. No. It's... Yeah. So it's... Well, we're making a movie as our first video. I don't So, like I mean, a, that's gonna take a while. When you say a movie, that's just... It's gonna be, like, an hour long. Oh, my God. It's going to be our introduction to how to become YouTube famous. Okay. It's going to be wonderful. Okay. We're pretty Listen, much you're not even going to really be in it. Let's be oh, honest. Oh, I'm going to cut you. Glad to hear it. Okay. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> it's all about me. I'm going to nix that <laughs> New Year's resolution. <laughs> and then what's my last one? Oh, my last one um, is to create more. You know? Yeah, but you already do that, I feel. Like, we do the podcast. We're going to work on YouTube. You paint. I feel like that's a lot of creating. Yeah, but I'm just not constant about it. And the podcast and YouTube are kind of on a different level for me. I just want to create more creative stuff in terms of painting and, you know. Like, woodworking. I like to woodwork. Well, that is a very strong word. She's done it once. It's not really woodworking. Let me say, I like to cut things and burn them. 
Oh my that, god. That sounded <laughs> psycho. I have a wood burning kit and I like to burn things onto wood. If that She's makes done it sense. once. I did it once and I think the result was amazing. I've actually done it on a few things. I did it on a big stump. That sounds like a weird thing to do it on. This just the more I try to explain it, the weirder the, the weirder, weirder it, it sounds. Okay, we'll stick with be more creative. Be more creative. <laughs> You know? Uh, yeah, so that's really, those are kind of the goals. I like them. I think those are good personal ones. I'm kind of sad. I don't feel like I made the most of 20 gay teen. <laughs> so that's a little bit upsetting. But I think next year is a big voting year, right? Presidency-wise. So really, I'm just trying to make it to, like, the next big event. And then <laughs> it'll be my, like, next 20 gay teen. That's true. All right. Well, I guess I like yours. Do you have I, any of them? I think, okay, so I think this year um, we should work on our own New Year's resolutions, and then next year you should let me pick your New Year's resolutions and you can pick mine. Oh my god, that is so smart. Why yeah. didn't I think of that? Because your New Year's resolution this year is to be more creative. So maybe this year you would have come up with it. That is brilliant. You are a genius. Okay. Yeah. So oh next God. year, I'm going to pick your resolutions. Yeah. This is great. And I'll pick yours. I love Always this. remember that I get to pick yours as well. Okay. Well, I want to see how you do with these New Year's resolutions. I want to see how long you kind of stick with it, how well you do. I know. I'm also interested to see how long I stick with it because I'm usually like a one-weeker. Yeah. Um, but I do think some of these are kind of non-negotiable, like the cursing, kind of non-negotiable. It's yeah. at the point where it needs to happen. So, you know, we'll see how those work out. I guess you'll see over the next few podcasts, depending on how much I curse. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, I'm usually having the podcast. It's a good, it's a good gauge for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, I think it'll hold you a little bit more accountable. <laughs> Two queer chicks talking queer shh. <laughs> oh, oh I should do that next time. That's pretty good. I'll do that next time. Okay. <laughs> All right. So remember, we kind of post on Wednesdays. Who knows what time we do it at? Tune in on Thursdays, I guess. Yeah, so I guess we post it Wednesdays. Sometimes really late, so listen to it Thursdays. Uh, make sure you subscribe to us. We're on Podbean, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you rate us and write a review. But until then, stay queer. Stay- <laughs> I just wanted you to sign off so Correct. bad. Stay queer. <laughs>